Mike? It's been what? Oh my god. Two weeks? Uh, two weeks? How about long two how weeks. long has it been? Feels like it's been about three weeks. <laughs> there's, there's a real chance it could be three weeks. I don't when did we record that thing? I honestly week? don't remember, but I do like having a podcast that only comes out sometimes. I think that that's a cool hip thing. It's whenever we can get together. That's when it comes out. It feels like the, uh, it's definitely not the recipe for a successful <laughs> business, but it's not a business because we don't make any money with it. Look. So it's just the thing that we do, which is makes it totally okay that it happens sometimes. Bada bing, bada boom, right there. <laughs> right there. It's just a thing we do. We're not trying to turn this into, we met up for uh, the meeting of the minds. That was nice. That was it a was nice, nice thing to do. So yeah, yeah, I guess we could talk about that. What? Meeting up with Cyrus? Meeting up with Cyrus? <laughs> it's very important to every group of friends that there's one person with a perfect haircut. Cyrus keep... always has that. We both kind of look disheveled <laughs> in our own way. Dude, we're on the we're on the ground floor, okay? This he's he's up in a a nice pristine office. He's yeah. got to look good. Yeah, I suppose so. He's got to look. We don't have to look good. What if you had a job where it was so important for you to have a beautiful haircut. <laughs> I would be fired. I live with a world-class stylist and I look like this. <laughs> I was watching old source fed videos of myself the other day. And I was like, I looked worse than this for a long period of time on camera almost every day. <laughs> and I was, you know how people look back and like your um, sense of humor or your opinions are cringy. Yeah. I'm like, I had mustache hair over my mouth. Dude, Gross. Can we just talk about how frustrating little mustache strands of hair that fall over the, the little boundary of the lip? What is it called in space when it's, <laughs> there's a black hole? I'm looking it's at like you. It's like the rim of a, you know what I mean? I'm looking at you and uh-huh. you got the biggest one. Just curling right Get the over. fuck out of here. It's right. It's the white one. I've trimmed it recently. White ones grow different. No, it's true. But look, it's right. No, it's right in the front. We both know I'm not going to shave before this podcast starts. <laughs> it's right there. It's so big. You got to shave that one. It is what it is. It's just hanging. You're going to be looking at it the whole time. But it's so you know, that's a perfect example of your problem. Because <laughs> I don't have that problem. Well, the moment you said it, I was like, there it is. Yeah, man. Well, you know. And you just cut it? I've trimmed it recently, yes. When is recently? A couple days ago. (laughs) Three weeks ago. Get out of my ass. I gave it a a little trim. (laughs) So let's just say, and I know that you've had a situation like this and you've had to do this. Everybody that has been in any kind of job, any kind of thing that they've ever wanted to do, has had this moment where you put something out there in the world... And then you get some criticism back. Mm -hmm. And then you got this thing you got to do. You got to keep moving forward past that moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, for example, let's say you do a show. You feel great about it. Okay. You're just like, oh, man, Mike was just on the groove today. But then here comes the LA Times. But then LA Times (laughs) says, Mike Falzone sucks. How do you motivate yourself? To keep going after that point. Mm. Because it, it's it's never stopping. That, that You'll always get bad criticism every step of the way. Yeah. So it's like you literally have to have some internal component that's just like, I'm going to keep moving forward past this. Mm-hmm. 
even though it is affecting me. Right. Because it does affect. Anytime you can see a bad charisma, I don't care who you are, it affects you. Yeah. It it's real cool to it, say it doesn't, though. Yeah. No. Well, it does. Yeah. But the, and the thing is, what I what what I've gotten to the point now where I use it as kind of fuel, you know, to kind of basically try to put a positive spin on something that's negative. And you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? You're right. I can get better. I can improve, you know? But I think it's like, it still sucks to see. It what if they're su- not? It's like you almost have to put or have a certain amount of trust in that person to, to have it hold any weight though. You know what I mean? Like for me, if it's a stranger, I'm like, maybe there's some truth to it, but who the fuck are you? You know, I guess if they have a job at the LA Times, somebody has trusted their opinion at some point. I don't know. It's like, like I said before, it's like you have to show me that your your opinion is worthy of me listening to mm-hmm. for me to put any weight behind it. Yeah. So if you got if you got a criticism from somebody that you respected, what's let's say just a, a comedian that you thought was really funny. Uh-huh. Says, dude, yo, you could do better than that. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, wasn't a good night for you, huh? You know? Yeah. That would affect you. For sure. Pretty, pretty bad, pretty internally. And then let's say you got a show tomorrow. What is, what is going through your mind all the way up to the point of going to bed, waking up the next morning and then having to do that show that night? Like, how do you feel? Like what's, how do you process that information into something that you can either use creatively or is it something that it still affects you and you use that to kind of propel you? I think it's something that would affect me, especially at the beginning. I think the two hardest parts are right after the beginning when you're doing the work to make whatever it was better. Mm -hmm. And then right after you get it, like if I went on stage and I was like, dude, I'm firing on all cylinders tonight. And in my heart and mind, I'm like, this is the best I could be right now. And then somebody I respect says no. And I trust their opinion. You got to go back and like deconstruct, like, why do I think I'm so good? Uh, what makes me so good? What has shown me that over the past, however many months mm-hmm. I've been doing this joke or whatever. And then I guess if I really trusted the person, you would kind of have to like break your ego down, like we were saying before. And then I would just get right to work on the second half of it, which is like, okay, maybe they gave you a note that could help you make it better. So instantly, your mind goes to, okay, forget, you know, me thinking this was good. Where did I, where, where can I improve? Yeah. Like, why did I, I would get more bummed out. This is something I do to myself all the time. I'm like, am I, uh, like, why do I think it's so, if something is so good, why do I think it's so good? You know, mm-hmm. like I think about this a lot as far as YouTube things go recently and for the past however many months i've been getting way less views than i ever have and there's a million reasons for that but i always think that i'm putting out something good and for them to be performing not as well i'm always like is it as good as i think it is i honestly think it's like in a weird way youtube has a sentient alien being Uh at its headquarters and it can see through your webcam. Yeah. When you're excited about a video that you upload, even if you have a piece of tape over. And he says, <laughs> "Not today." <laughs> and he just like basically shuts down all the views on the thing. Yeah. Dude, can I uh I don't know if Is I'm... that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> 
um, do you do you like Shepard Fairey? I don't even know who Shepard Fairey's the guy behind Obey. Are you familiar with Obey? Obey. They do all the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the artist. He's a street artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wrote something the other day that changed my whole outlook on. I'll tell you what's tough for me to take is like, at one point. I was doing very well on YouTube, doing something that was like exactly what my heart wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then like kind of straying from exactly what you want to do is something that's kind of par for the course and it goes up and down. Sometimes you're doing it exactly. Sometimes you're bending a little bit to see if certain content does better on this place that you've been forever. And then I read this and I'm like, oh, I'll just read it. And I read. Uh, you can, so he's like a graffiti artist. Yeah. Uh, you could put up posters, stencils and stickers, and it may be cleaned in one day, a week, two years, whether may erode it. But as long as I'm continuously putting things up and there are other people that like my work who are helping, uh, me put things out into the world, uh, there's constantly work there. And that's, mm-hmm. what's important. Uh, it's not about how many things I've made. Or how many happen to be up right now? It's that there's constant. It's that things are constantly going up, and it's a cycle that uh, you learn to love as a street artist. And like that's no different than how YouTube. Oh is yeah, now. no, hundred percent. I feel like I'm putting these like yeah little yeah. tags up everywhere. The problem with that is, and this just goes down to the even you know kind of what we're talking about, just that criticism and stuff like that. Uh-huh. The there's a toxic side to YouTube, any kind of online creation where it's like, if you don't have the likes or the views, yeah. you're unsuccessful. Yeah, yeah. You're going down the toilet fast. You yeah. know, I don't think that's the case. I think it's, it's YouTube. There's so many people uploading. Mm-hmm. There's so, it's just like, it's growing. The Where YouTube was when we started, even six years into it to where it is now, dude, there's people in every country uploading to YouTube. Yeah. And you're expecting that to have the same amount of views as you once had. It just doesn't happen. Right. All things fluctuate, go up and down. There's times where I could upload a video and it does better than every single video I've ever uploaded in the history of mankind. Mm. And and then I release something that I'm really super proud about, you know, a knight's heart. I'm like, dude, this is an original thing. I put time, effort, energy into this thing. Yeah. It's funny. You know, Thomas helped me write this thing. He was there. Everybody, it's it's firing on all cylinders, baby. And just like nobody's seen it. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's a mystery. Like you, because you, you want to try, basically it's like, I think when people, when we upload something and you feel proud about it, you want to see, you, you hope that a lot of people see it. So it gives you some vindication of like, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. did it. But when that when the thing that you put your heart into doesn't do as well as you wanted it to, does it doubt how good you think it is? Does it put no, any no, 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 chip no. in what how you think of no, it? No, I don't think so. And, and you know, there's people that on certain things, on certain rare, very rare things, very rare things for me that I'm really proud about. I don't care what anybody says about it. I'm proud about yeah, it. Yeah, for know? sure. There's, of course, there's issues. I, of course, I like. I don't care if somebody says it. it's like, oh, it's just so cheesy or whatever. And I'm like, hey, at least I'm putting out the cheese, okay? Yeah, you know, look, yeah. look at all the cheese I'm putting out. <laughs> but it's like you got to put something out there. If you don't put anything out there, and a, a, a good example is there's this uh, 
David Sachs, who's who's the showrunner in uh, Final Space, he said like so he always gives me some like really like poignant like important sayings and like actually some like you know like advice. You know, it's really cool when he does this. But he he said this one moment. It was like, look, you just gotta put you gotta dare to fail. Mm-hmm. You just gotta put something out there. Yeah, because there's so many people so bottled up and worried about if they put something out there, if people are gonna like it, dude. There's going to be so many people that aren't going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to know that from the get-go. Especially if it's something that's like, um, you know, when you start making comedy or you start making stuff for your tastes. Yeah. You're like, oh, I wish this was out there. There's only yeah. so many people like you. But once you find those people, yeah, there's nothing better than that. Like, exactly. when you go do a show yeah. and it's a fucking theater filled with people who are, like, kind of like you in your mind, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's not going to be everyone. Yeah. And the the thing is finding the value in those people regardless of how big that audience is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like my driving force in continuing to make stuff. Yeah. And I think I just really like making stuff. Yeah. So going back to your thing, when people shit on that, it's like I really have to trust the person for it to hold any weight. You know what I mean? Do you feel like... Because here's 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 one of those things that it's a, it's kind of like a, a different world. Comedy doing live comedy is a little bit different than doing YouTube. Uh-huh. You do both kind of I think pretty regularly. Is do you feel like sometimes if like the amount of comments or you get a, a, a bad comment? I'm talking like there's some comments that just have like this dagger persona to them that just it, it just stabs into you and it goes a little bit deeper mm-hmm. than most comments. You know. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are just kind of blunt instruments that don't really get into you. But there's always that one that's just like a serrated blade and it just mm, right into you, Mm -hmm. you know? And it just sticks there for a little bit longer than it should. Yeah. But it just affects you. And it could be something dumb. There could be one thing in that thing. It's like, man, dang. You know, why do you have to say that? Yeah. It's like, it's there's there's every once in a while, there's something that just kind (laughs) of pierces a little bit deeper. Like, how do you process something like that? I'm honestly trying to come up with a time where that happened. Man, you've just, you've probably just had great. Not only, I just. Great feedback. (laughs) I want to call it luck. Yeah. But like, I never really had super shitty comments. I guess the closest I've had to that was at SourceFed once in a while. Like, people wouldn't like me because I was a new person in something that they had become very accustomed to. Yeah. But like even then, I was like, you know what is offsets everything? Yeah. And I'm probably going to get annoying bringing everything back to stand-up yeah. at some point. Yeah. But it's my whole life now. There's Zoya and stand-up. And that's yeah. everything yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Going out almost every night and doing making yourself vulnerable in front of complete strangers to their faces and... That feedback Mm -hmm. gives you more confidence. As soon as you start to nail that, you're like, oh, I'm funny. And then if somebody gives you a comment on the internet, it's like, that doesn't matter at all. You've had time to like sit in your room, in your comfortable space and write whatever you want. Meanwhile, I'm going out in one of the toughest cities in the world and doing it face to face to people every night and like watching strangers laugh. So I know I'm funny. Yeah, I don't need some person who's in their safe space who I can't see their face and doesn't matter telling me I'm not funny. 
Like that doesn't do anything. It's definitely too. I think you have a l- little bit of an advantage on most people mm. because you you get to actually and I, and ever since I started doing shows, like I'll I'll give you a good example of of my kind of side because every time I put out a season of Final Space, I feel like I come out and there are just serrated blades all over my body. It's also okay? a much bigger audience. I know it's a much bigger audience, but it's just like. I come out of that and I'm like I'm I'm like walking into the next season and there's just daggers all over my body, right? <laughs> Confidence is just shot and I got to build myself from the ground up back up. Yeah. And that's kind of why I started going and doing these live shows. It's just like it's like man, I I just need to hear some people laugh. Yeah. You know? And I started doing these live shows and the moment you kind of like you get them laughing and you start having like just a blast. Like if you can get them to that point where they're just like wheezing. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite shows I think was in, in Salt Lake City. And I, and I, I'll always remember the show. I looked at, I looked at this one guy in the audience and I was doing that. My, my set, uh, scarier things, which is just kind of all these scary stories. And I remember I was looking at him and he was laughing so hard. And I was like in the middle of this, I haven't even gotten to the good part yet. Uh-huh. Right. But he was like cackling, you know, the point where he couldn't control himself. Yeah. 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 And it just put a, the biggest smile on my face. And I started laughing myself. I was like, dude, you're just, I can't wait to see what you're going to think uh-huh. when I get to this part. That's the best when you know that and it's, then he, it's not even done yeah. yet. And then he, well, the moment I tell it, he's just like about to fall out of his chair. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, everybody else was laughing, but I was just looking at this guy. And I was like, if I can get this guy to do this. Yeah. Whoa. Dude, that's the smartest way to do it. I know. It's like, it, it, I just found one guy and I was like, I'm just going to get this guy laughing. Mm-hmm. And it was such a great experience. But doing that, like after you, I do a show or something like that in the weekend, you come back and you're able to kind of pull out a few of these daggers, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, it's it's a little bit of a different experience when you get to do it in person and then you're on the just the internet and, and people on the internet are just a little bit harsher, you know, than, than I think in person. It's just... I don't know what it's, it is. It's easy and because yeah. no one would say half that shit to your face. I know, I know. Half the people who are like scathing on the internet yeah. would never fucking yeah. come to a show and pay five to ten dollars to sit there and listen yeah. to you talk. Yeah. They're doing something that makes them feel good in yeah. their house for so long. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, the thing is like I, I just got this one comment and it was uh and it made no sense to me. It has I, to do with your beard. Is it in or out? No. This one comment, I posted this Final Space like Blu-ray thing. I've been working so hard to try to get this thing made. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I learned how to do DVD menus and, and I, I made mock you know DVD inserts and stuff. I was working so hard on this and I posted the thing, you know, it's happening. And I get this one comment from this guy. I don't even know who he was. It was just like, man, you know. Gotta say, I'm, I'm just so bummed, Olin, that you let a network define your character. I mean, and and blah 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 blah. And it was just like, <sighs> wait, what are you talking about? Like, it was. It's like I don't even know. I legitimately don't know what he's talking about. I because I look at this, I look at Final Space season one. Mm-hmm. I look at Final Space season two. I am immensely proud. Yeah. Of those seasons. Not only that, I am so proud of the people that worked on it. I'm so proud of, of everybody that has poured their heart and soul into this thing. Uh-huh. And if I had to say, what what is something that that defines your character and and actually kind of you know defines the hard work that you put into it? I would throw that Blu-ray right down on the table and yeah, say, yeah, yeah. 
That's hard work of over a decade of doing YouTube. And I'm proud of every joke, even the bad ones, yeah. you know, because I'm trying to take a swing. It's like we have other writers. It's not just me writing everything. Right. We have other writers. But like I look at the story and I see comments that that, that story has affected people. Mm -hmm. It's made them connect better with their parents. It's made freaking people actually feel emotion and deal with stuff in their own life. It's got them over depression. Right. And so when I see a comment like that, I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? When you get on TV, yeah. it's like you're instantly outside of all the people who yeah. know and understand you. Yeah. And I also do you go ahead and the, yeah and there's no book there's no book on dude on what other podcast do, do people let each other talk so freely I know what is like, this no 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 you yeah, go yeah. No, we're you supposed go. to be talking you over go. each other you go. <laughs> is that really how they do oh, it oh yeah f fucking well, why sure. is that I don't know it's just kind of the way it works out what were you gonna say I have oh, something yeah, I'm yeah. gonna forget yeah well, well you say your thing um totally forgot what it was no uh fucking shit <laughs> i knew this was gonna happen my brain doesn't i wish i didn't stop you no Man. no no because you were now we're both gonna forget i was talking kids. about like a book and like i know what you were talking about i need your help on this <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying oh, to help you do you ever think about like um the medium like think about the comment section as like art <laughs> okay. You know? okay okay do you ever think about like what is going on in that person why did that person feel the need to say that thing in a public forum like i think about that shit too i'm like you could oh, feel yeah, that yeah. way yeah, yeah, and yeah. really feel that way and sometimes if somebody it's, feels yeah. that way and doesn't make it for everyone that would almost I think yeah. make me feel something more. Yeah. But the fact that like I need to make this declaration in front of all your fans, like I yeah. need everyone to know that I felt like this. I'm always like, well, yeah. who the fuck are you? Yeah. What's it, going on? Did you have a bad day? Yeah. The thing, and that's the thing is like, I'll, I'll never get mad uh -huh. at anybody that, that even if they come at me with a lot of negativity and get mad at me and cuss at me and call me this, this, I'll never get mad at them. Mm -hmm. That's first. I, I'll always like respect their, their critique of me, I always respect their critique of everything that I work on. I, I think that sometimes when people actually decide, hey, I'm going to say something about this, it comes from either a place of passion mm -hmm. or a place that they got a lot of stuff going on in their life and that's the thing that they're going to take that out on. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh -huh. they genuinely just hate everything about you. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's one of those three things where they just hate everything about you. And need to let you know. And they need to let you know, yeah. you know, because I've seen that. I've seen that. That's too bad. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, there's this one, you made me think of this one joke that I have that mm -hmm. I love doing. Yeah. That works like 60% of the time. But I love doing it because it's so much fun. And <laughs> Wait, I think I saw like, this one. I think I saw oh, this one. Oh, there's joke. a lot of them. But you probably did. Yeah. Um, it's the pineapple pizza joke. Yes. And it's super weird. Yeah. And it's just silly. And the thing with Just Silly is it's not what everybody wants to see. Sometimes yeah. they're like, give me your fucking, give me your hot takes or yeah. give me your point of view yeah. or yeah. give me a cool twist or whatever. And it's not their flavor. It's just really for you. Yeah. And, and there's, you know what, there's a, it's funny that you say that because there was a balloon shot video forever ago that me and Thomas just loved. And it was, it's literally the least viewed, I think one of the least viewed videos on there. <laughs> yeah. But we couldn't get enough of this character. So we made another one, yeah. you know, still <laughs> least viewed thing. They're like, why are they going all in on this character? Yeah. And I feel it's, it's like, 
it was just kind of more something for us where I remember the name is James Baker Jones. Okay. And it's this guy that was trying to sell an <laughs> axe. Okay. <laughs> Okay. He used to have like a like a little commercial to sell his axe yeah. that he had, and you and you would swing it, and it was just like it was very Tim and Eric, and we just couldn't get enough of this character, uh-huh. and so we just like you know we kept writing for for him, and we knew that it was a miss for a lot of people, but we just loved it, you know, and and I think that's that's a that's a good um, point of view to have, I think, dude, it, yeah. It's the goddamn best. If you find something that you like that much, there's something special about that thing. And don't let the validation from that thing come from whether or not everybody likes it. Yeah. No, no. A hundred percent. And I've gotten to that point Uh in the probably the past four years. Uh Uh-huh. In the past four years, I've gotten to a point when when I'm proud about something. And that's rare, man. It's, It's hard for me to be proud about something. Yeah. But when I'm proud about something, you can't... You're not going to give me less excited about it. Yeah, because it's genuine. It's a connection yeah. you have with the thing. Yeah. And some stupid comment's not going to put a chip in there. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first started doing Wrestling Fred, it was because I didn't want to do Batman anymore. Because yeah. I was doing Batman, that was like a new fun thing. Yeah. And no one was really making fun of the voice. Yeah. And then everyone was making yeah, fun of the yeah. voice. And then I was like, I don't want to do it because everyone's doing it. Yeah. So I changed it to a wrestler. And then I remember friends of mine being like, I like your advice videos, but I don't, Get this other thing you're doing. And I was like, this other thing I'm doing is only fun as fuck. And you're like, I would feel bad for, I still feel like I feel bad for people who like straight up don't like that. Either don't care about it or love it. Yeah. You know, if you don't like it, I'm like, oh, you're missing how like silly and fun it is. But that thing, I was like, what opportunity will I get to do this? And then the rock had that contest and I entered the contest and that brought me to the same room as the, I got to do that character in the same room <laughs> as the rock. And that was the thing that people were like, this is weird that you do this. Dude, it's the, it's the thing you least imagine taking off that takes off. Yeah. It's the thing that you pour everything into. That's, it's going to be the, the last thing to, to take anything off. But that stuff that you really connect with feels like, like the wrestling Fred videos feel different than any other thing I've ever done because yeah. it feels almost like an out of body yeah. thing. Like you're only having fun and you're an adult. Yeah. And I'm in this mask and I'm like screaming in yeah. this gravelly voice and it doesn't <laughs> even feel like me. And I'm just saying things that this character would say. Yeah. And then for that to resonate with anyone, just a grown man being silly as fuck is. That's such a special thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the opposite of everything terrible that happens. Yeah. You know? And I think, you know, there's there's interesting, it's like, it, there's comments that uh, that actually have good advice in there, you know? And, and, and I think it's, there's a lot of constructive criticism, and I think it is listening to to comments, but I think there is that line where it's like, is this, is this constructive or is this just being mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is it serrated or is this kind of like just a pat on, on the chest? Yeah. Saying, hey, are I they, love you. Yeah. But what, what, what are you doing? You are know, they trying like, to make it better or are yeah. they trying to like tear it down? I think that's the, that's the hard thing to, to see because mm-hmm. they both look the same to a little bit, <laughs> yeah, you know? Because it's just text. Yeah. It's like, it's like, which one is, which one is, is which? And I think 
there's a lot of people that, you know, when they do something big, they, they instantly jump down people's throats or they'll be very negative to these people. And a lot of the times I found that if you just be nice to somebody, even if they're being mean to you, they'll come back and say, well, you know what? I was just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. How, how many times I've seen that is yeah. unreal. Some people, you know? a lot of people just want to get some kind of like, it's like a, hey, look at me. It's like yeah. why somebody cries at a birthday party. You're exactly. having a fine time. Yeah. You just want people to not look at the birthday boy or girl. Yeah, for yeah, a yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, um, it's interesting. It's interesting to kind of hear your take where it's like if, if somebody that you really respect gives you a critique, you know, really listen to that. And if it's somebody that you don't really respect, if it's some random person on the internet, you know, you, you can give or take on it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on what that is. And yeah. I think I think that's that's the kind of fine line where it's like, it depends on when the when those comments, because um, I feel things, you know, a little bit deeper. I do have a thick skin, but it doesn't mean I don't feel it, you mm-hmm. know? For sure. And it's like, it's, it's, I think the hard thing for me is whenever I, when I see a comment like that, and it could just, it doesn't make any sense why it's that comment. It could just be that I'm in a, maybe I'm in a, in a little bit of a bad mood that day and I see a comment like that. It's like, well, that, that took me down a notch, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's like the, the, the hardest thing was when I was doing season one of Final Space and you get that first review and man, it sucked. That hurt. But I was like, you know, I got to, I got to turn this into something positive. So I framed it, put it up on the wall. It's like I'm just motivation fuel, and it did motivate me. I still have, you know, hanging up. Just mm-hmm. this terrible review. They couldn't find one thing good about it. Yeah. And I think the funny thing was, I remember I looked on his, uh, his like Twitter or something like that, and he was complaining about all these things he had to review because he just wanted to watch the Olympics. <laughs> And Final Space was one of those ones. And I was like, I know I'm not going to get a good review from this guy. Yeah. Because I'm interrupting his Olympics. That was um, the number one uh, thing in the review was that yeah. it's not like the javelin at all. <laughs> There's almost no javelin in Final Space yeah. Season 1. And I think it's like, I remember what I felt after that review was even even though I was trying to turn it into something positive, it it it, it hit. It hit me, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you could feel the impact of it. And then, you know, you get another one that says, it's okay, you know, and you're like, oh, man. And then you get one that's like, it's great. I love this thing. And you're like, well, okay. I'm a little bit confidence boost, you know? Yeah. And I felt like the the hard thing was after getting something like that was just kind of going back into work. How do you go into that next season when you kind of feel like your confidence is shot, you know, and you got yeah. to kind of build yourself back up. Luckily, I had an outlet where I started doing those live shows, you know, and I'm so glad I did that. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because I do, I've been on the internet for so long. I've been called every name imaginable, yeah. okay? Everything. Mm-hmm. I'm talking every dang thing you can imagine I've been called, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, and, you know, people, they come and go, fans will come and go, and there's a lot of people that have stuck with me for decades, mm-hmm. you know? And I hope that it, that I come off as an authentic person because I am. I feel like I am an authentic person. What you see is what you get. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that when they start on the internet, they start putting themselves out there, they'll get that first comment. And that first comment, when you first just get out there, that first comment, that's the worst, man. That's yeah. the worst. That's the one that puts them down. And I remember there was just one moment. <laughs> this is old school YouTube, okay? I was doing New Prime. New Prime. There was this video series. This video series I did. It was a second one. I did the last scene. I was doing New Prime. I was out out filming, I think, the second episode. And what was it? I got no context from the title. 
It's just what it was, was it like? It was a video series. It was like a sci-fi video series. Okay. Okay. It's like uh, it's very steampunky. It's it's cool. And uh, I was out at my parents' house, and I remember I was checking my phone at like YouTube comments, and I saw this one comment <laughs> that was just like, "You're never going to be funny without <laughs> without the other guys from Balloon Shop. Just quit now. You yeah. suck. I hate you." It was like the worst comment you could have get while I was out trying to film something. Yeah. And I remember getting that comment, and I was like, "I just got no boost to, to film this thing, man." Like, like I was just it 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 serrated me you sure. know i was like and it, it was like it that went back in the day it goes even deeper man it, yeah. it's like a, it's the the handle is right up t- against you you know yeah, yeah yeah and i feel like with that comment i was like man i just got to figure out how to keep keep pushing past this see my first and only reaction to that comment is that person is sad that balloon shop broke up mm-hmm. and that's as far as that goes but i didn't have anybody to tell me that you know i didn't have i didn't like at the time, it was like I was trying <clears throat> to do things on my own. Yeah. And coming out of Balloon Shop, which I don't even want to get into the hole <laughs> of that, but it's like you, you're you're kind of just in a different world where you're in the spotlight, you know. And I didn't necessarily want to be in the spotlight. It was just like I just wanted to keep creating. Yeah. You know? And so when you get a comment like that, it just it sucks. It yeah. hurts. It hurts. It goes it goes deeper. For sure. And all the comments that I've ever seen, I mean, the one that actually hurt the most was that one. Mm. And I can't, I can't describe it why it hurt that much. Yeah. And I've gotten called everything, man. But that that one hurt so much because I think my skin, my little armor from being on the internet so long was just thinner. You know, yeah. uh-huh. I, I just put on the tunic. Yeah. You know, and it was just like you wanted to move free. Yeah, I just wanted to move free, be quick, <laughs> agile. <laughs> And then you just get assassinated. So you, know? you pushed through it. You did a bunch of other things. What did you do? I don't know, man. It, it was so long ago that I feel like it was just like trying to get over that hump. It, it took a little bit to, to get over it. But I think it was just kind of finishing that thing out. And then you kind of get good days where people are just kind of saying like, well, I, this really meant something to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I think when you start getting that, you kind of start rebuilding where you're at. And I think the big thing is, I don't think people know this, but like everybody will have a fan base. You can put the most vile, terrible things. Yeah. And that person will have a fan base. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of people hate them, but I'm telling you, everybody, and that's, that's everybody. everybody there's something for everybody. There's a fan base for everybody. Okay. Uh-huh. And whether or not it's, it's the worst thing in the world or the, the worst human in the being in the world, they're going to have a fan base. Mm-hmm. I like, Going back at the person so they know that I see it. If someone has something really snarky to say, and even though I might, it might go through my head to be like, this person just wants to be acknowledged. Yeah. I'll be like, what did you mean by that? <laughs> and then there will be a long silence. And then the next thing is like, oh, I don't know. I was just saying. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you were just saying. <laughs> so, so frustrating when, when you get one of those. Dude, I think about how much better I would have gotten faster if people who I held like that were honest with me earlier. Like I listen to my early yeah. music stuff and I'm like, if my friend Darian told me that I wasn't that good at a certain point in my career, would I have stopped because I was a different person? Yeah. Or would I have instantly been like, what could I do to get better? 
In a, you know? Yeah. In a, in a but weird, you're not always faced yeah, with like yeah. and that's, and that's head what, to head like that. That's kind of what I like. I like, I love the honesty, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if people don't like it, it's honest. And, and I can, I know which ones those are. Even if they don't like it, they're like, gotta be honest, I didn't like this, you know? Um, love this and I was like I can tell that they're coming at an angle where they they love this thing yeah. and, and I'll, I'll reply back thanks for the honesty I, I really appreciate it and they'll be like man look huge fan man can't wait to see the next thing there's too many people that would jump down that person's throat yeah. you know I was like what are you talking about huh screw you you know it's <laughs> just like no 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 he, he's just giving it a, a feedback you yeah, know? yeah yeah and the same thing with you it's like I wish that more people were kind of open to being honest, you know, and having that little hive mind of, and I think that's so great that I think what we're trying to do is, is to get like a group of people together where the guys or whoever in one spot once a month where we can just talk about everything that we're going through and kind of like, what do you guys think about this? And then yeah. we're all kind of being honest about the best way to make that happen. It's coming from a place of positivity. I don't even know what we're going to call it. You know, but we, we we don't have to have a name for and it. We gotta have a name. It's gotta have a name. Okay, we're in this together. So the wit group. Yeah, the wit group. Hate it. Um, <laughs> but you have. I mean, I think the more that you can kind of have that close group of people where everybody's just being honest with each other, I feel like that's what people need to kind of push through that little barrier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because nobody has that. Nobody has a group where they get together and they just talk about, you know, yeah, the, the where ins they can be like vulnerable about something exactly. and be open to, uh, dude, it's the, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but like you surround your, I always try to surround myself with people who are better at what I do than mm-hmm. me. So I trust them yeah. and I put weight onto them, onto what they say. And if I truly believe that they're not trying to be like, you know, Remember how we were talking about having friends that don't like celebrate in your success with you yeah. and are immediately like, oh, you got this? How did you get this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, why don't I have this? Yeah. If that's your first reaction, I'm not going to make myself vulnerable around you anymore. Exactly. Because... And why should you? Right. But once you find the people who are like in it with you and doing their own thing, it's like, yeah, tell me what you think. I'll tell you what I think because mm-hmm. we're not trying to tear each other down yeah and that takes that's not going to be with everyone and that's the hardest thing is like trying that with people and realizing some of the people that you might want to be that aren't that that's a difficult thing to go through but once you find those people that's like an invaluable source and i think that's it's it's so much different than and i was thinking about this on literally on the drive here i was like that's so much different just than just having friends. Oh yeah. It's it's it, this is a I don't even like the people I have this relationship with. <laughs> I think it's better that way. But it, I think it's like you have this little group that meets up once a month, whatever, however frequently you want to meet up. But I think we discuss like once a month. And just talking about things that just don't come up in a regular hangout. You know, right, you're, you're right, going right. to the movies or you're hanging out with somebody, you're just having fun, you know, and you need that. You need that. But a this also, from, yeah. this is like something different that not a, not a lot of people do is they just get together and they say, hey, you know, I got this thing going on. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. You know, what, how do you think I can get around this? And it's kind of like, 
like professional, but also just kind of like a very, you know, vulnerable kind of group. And it's all positive. Yeah. Even if, even if, and it's everybody's honest. And even if it's something that you don't want to hear, it's coming from a place of positivity. There needs to be more of that, man. For That's sure. A, the, the, not enough people do that. And it, a good example is, I met Can up I with, say one thing real yeah, quick? Yeah, absolutely. It's like aligning yourself with people who have like goals and aspirations. Yes. Go ahead. Is that it? I think that's it. That's all you had? I thought I had another you part, it. but I was like, no, that's it. <laughs> you know, and they're like committed to getting to something beyond themselves. Yeah. You Done made again. it sound like you had the I'm best done, thing dude, ever. I'm done with ending sentences. <laughs> I don't want any of these sentences to ever end. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was there was this one, um, and the reason why I even brought up brought that up during that that night that we had uh, like dinner, it was me, you, and Cyrus. Was Cyrus that, is the one with the good haircut. Yeah, by the way. Cyrus is like uh, he 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 works for Levity Live. He he he's set up shows for me and Mike and everything. Mm-hmm. He's an awesome guy. He's immensely positive, immensely yeah. like one of the most positive people I've ever met with. And I remember when I when I just went and kind of met up with him. And it was just me and him. I was like, man, I like this guy's energy. Yeah. You know, that's it's a it's a good energy to have. You don't see that a lot. And I think with um, I, ha- I had this uh, general meeting. And I think it was like at uh, what is it? Um, the guys that do the Lego movie. Who are those guys? Hasbro. No, not them. Not I don't know. Um, I don't know movie things. It was um, Lloyd and Miller. Lloyd uh, Miller's place. I would have never guessed yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> that sounds like a yeah. plumbing company. I know, I know. But I had like a, a meeting over there and talking to one of their executives. And they were talking about this thing that they've been doing where they have a group of creatives together. And they, they're all working on their own individual ideas. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is when they want some feedback on it, they'll go to a dinner. That person will pay for you know everybody's dinner. But then they get all of that feedback. Every single note, every That's single really cool. thing, they're able to take all of that yeah. and improve their thing. And I was like, wow, that that's an amazing idea. Yeah. It's a very expensive kind of dinner, but you could go to like Chipotle or something even really small and that's like a group dinner, like pizza or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be something fancy, but just getting all that constructive feedback from mm-hmm. a very positive place, I'm telling you. Probably helps if it's a fancy thing though. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because it's valued higher. If I bring seventeen board members to Chipotle, they're gonna be like, I don't know, make it. No, it's just regular. It's other guys. Yeah, yeah, it's other guys. It's not like board members. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Dude, I think about uh, I got to host a show for uh, Pete Holmes Mm -hmm. on his tour. It's like the Silly Boy tour or something like that, and he brought this feature is uh, our mutual friend Laura Bites. We did maybe five sets in a weekend. Yeah. After every set, they both immediately go into the green room. Pete sits there with his set out on his laptop, MacBook Air, not a sponsor. And Laura has her notebook and he's like, okay, what tags are good? What jokes did I not say last night that worked in this? And literally after every set, they're improving the wow. set after that's every awesome. set. And it's something that all the greatest, when I went to La Jolla with Dean Del Rey, we did that for each other. We woke up, immediately worked out, went to breakfast, then went to go sit at a you know Starbucks, me, that's him, and great. Lucas. And everybody, needs, everybody needs that. Just surround yourself that 
with people who are doing what you want to do, who are way better yeah. than you at it. And, and you'll so, get, you have no choice but to get better. And the funny thing is that I think a lot of people are like, well, I, maybe I don't have that. Just reach out to somebody. Yeah. Say, hey, let's just, can I just pick your brain? You know how many times I've said that to people and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's go get some lunch. You or know? no. Like, and that's yeah. also fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know? It's like you, it's, I think it's just reaching out to people that you respect equally and you'll be surprised at how many people kind of say, yeah, let's go do it. Especially people who recognize that like, it just takes, especially in, in this town, but not limited to this town, as soon as somebody knows that you're not trying to get something from them, yeah. like something skeevy, yeah. as soon as they recognize that you're in it for your own reasons, yeah, 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 they will be more, I don't know. I think about it at whatever level I am now, if somebody asked me for my advice and I could tell that they're busting their ass for their own thing, I'll always talk to like a traditional stand-up comedian about YouTube stuff or mm-hmm. somebody who wants to start stand-up about stand-up. Y- you know? I do know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. You just told me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to work on these endings. Um... <laughs> I think that's yeah. I think that's it, man. I think we got. I think we we touched on. It feels on, like it. <laughs> you got to adapt. Yeah. If you if you don't evolve and you don't adapt past that that one stage, that first criticism, then you'll never kind of you know you'll always be affected by it. But you got to adapt and just get a harder shell, and it keeps getting harder and harder and harder until you're able to kind of let stuff in and and you know de- yeah. deflect the stuff that is not meant to make you feel good. Yep. <laughs> this would be a good point in time to pause the podcast and go out and get an adapt tattoo. Adapt. That's going to be on you for the rest of your life and go ahead and send it. Why are you getting picture. this tattoo? It's like it's coming. <laughs> hey. Go out and change your skin forever with an adapt tattoo and send your pictures to wit podcast. <laughs> All right, well, man, I'm hungry. Well, this is fun. All right, great. We'll end it See in three uh, weeks. <laughs> See you in three weeks. <laughs>